This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. So if you're listening to this podcast, you like to make the games more interesting, obviously. Well, then have you downloaded the draft app yet? The thing is awesome. You have an 80% better chance of winning than on the salary cap sites. Over a million people have downloaded it, and you get great knowledge, whether it's on the fantasy fees from Evan Silva or right about now on the even money from Steve Fezzik that you can put to work when you are placing your drafts, making your drafts over on the draft app. They got NBA drafts, NFL drafts. You get paid out the next day. If you do an NBA draft or NFL draft, you can get paid out Monday, Tuesday, whatever. You're done under five minutes. Plus, you get a free entry into a real money draft. So you're not paying money for the entry, but you can win money. That's what you call a good deal with your first deposit using promo code EVENMONEY. Again, you can play in a real money draft for free just by using my promo code EVENMONEY. Plus, here's what's amazing to me. They're so confident you're going to love the draft app or even just going to draft.com that they'll give you a money-back guarantee up to $100. $100. Pretty incredible. Just search draft in your app store or go to draft.com and come play free right now with promo code EVENMONEY. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented by betonline.ag, the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money Podcast. They got the best odds and they got the fastest payout. It is week 13 in the NFL and he is the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling, the Super Contest, Steve Fezzik. And you can find him here every week. You can also find him on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. Your retweets are much appreciated at RTF Podcast as well, just like your likes, Facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL when I post it on Facebook. Uh, we start out every week by reviewing what we did last week. Then we'll give you our bets for week 13. We're trying to get back above 20 units where we were earlier, and hopefully week 13 will be that week. All right, Steve, diving into last week. Um, I finished the week up two units, which is nice. It had been several weeks since I was up for the week, so I was up two units. And you had your worst weekend of the year, Steve. You were down six units. So for the year, I am up 17 units. You are up 12 units. So for the first time all season, Steve, I actually got a little bit of a lead on you. And sometimes, Ross, when I'm giving out my picks on even money on Wednesday – 
for my clients, I tweak some things, make some power rating adjustments, and I make different picks for Friday and Saturday, and, and I do better or worse. But I have to say, I did no better. In fact, I did a little bit worse for my clients. It was a bloodbath for me. Wow. Um, yeah, it was not, was not good. Um, that's for sure. And you're right. Cause there's certain things that I wouldn't have done. We'll get to it as we go through the game. Cause there's certain things that I wouldn't have done. And I gotta be honest with you, Steve, it feels a little good when I'm ahead of you, you know, because you know, you're a professional gambler, but everybody listening, I want everyone to do well and make money. And so, and, and get more of their friends to listen. So I want us both to win a lot, obviously. So let's hope, uh, let's hope this week you're up a lot and I'm up just one more unit than you afterwards. <laughs> I would like nothing better than to win five units and have you win 30 every week. Nice. Nice. All right. So looking at it to see what, what, what mistakes we made and what we might be able to learn from. I think that's important. Um, I did. We, neither one of us um, picked the uh, the Vikings and Lions on Thanksgiving. We both leaned to the Vikings, and that came through. But we did not place a bet for the L.A. Chargers. Even though by the time we made the pick, they were laying a point, I still took them over the Cowboys, and they destroyed the Cowboys, who are not a good team. That was one unit in my favor. Giants and the Redskins, you went over, Steve, um, for, and the game ended up 20-10. to 10. You know there were six offensive linemen that started that game that had like five starts or less in their NFL careers? Yeah, and it definitely showed that, you know, all year long, though, the Redskins with Cousins have put up big numbers with no returning um, starter, starting linemen. And he's just been able to do it, but he was not able to have an effective game. And Eli was just horrendous. We both passed Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Chicago, Philadelphia. I, I saw I was on the uh, radio in Philadelphia today, Steve, and they mentioned that the Eagles are nine and two against the spread this year. Nine and two, um, which is almost as impressive as their ten and one overall. We passed those two games. Miami versus New England. When we did it, it was New England laying 16.5. Is that where it finished, Steve? It did close at 16.5, yes, sir. I put a unit on the Dolphins. You passed but leaned Miami and 16.5, and they lost 35-17 and had their chances. That that one hurt because it looked like that was going to come through. So that was a unit that I lost there. Uh, Buffalo and Kansas City. You leaned Buffalo. I kind of went with my heart on that one, Steve, and put two units on the Bills, and it paid off. I, I really did not think that they would win the football game. I just thought putting Tyrod back in the lineup that they would you know, kind of want to prove a point to their coach, and I thought it would be a close game. I didn't think they'd actually win, but they got Sometimes. 10 units there crazy. Sometimes it's more about being a psychologist than being a mathematician. The Bills D that had been torched three consecutive weeks clearly came with an all-out effort, knowing they had a chance to win with Taylor back behind center. No question. Um, Tampa Bay versus Atlanta, we both passed. Carolina and the Jets. I put a unit on Carolina. That was probably a fortunate one for me. 
you know, with the defensive touchdown and the punt return touchdown in the fourth quarter of that game, that was, I was fortunate with that unit there. Then Titans and the Colts. This one, Steve, was our only best bet of the week. And this one drives me crazy. I had two units on the Colts. You had two units on the Colts getting three and a half. And they lost 20 to 16 after they fumbled on their own five-yard line when they had the lead, 16-13. I mean, absolutely brutal, Steve. Brutal. They had that. Jacoby Brissett really disappointed me with all the sacks he took, but they still had that game. Thankfully, the total was 46. I put two units on the under, so I ended up pushing for the game. Uh, You put a unit on the over, so you lost three units on that game. That was, I mean, the Colts had that. That was really disappointing. Yeah, I took my percent fat head down after that game. Um, you know, the Titans did nothing to win that game. That was all about the Colts just giving them the game. San Francisco, Seattle. I leaned San Francisco. Uh, glad I did not place that bet. You put two units on the Niners and one unit on the over. Um, neither one of those uh, came through for you, so you lost three units there. That's correct, right? One unit on the over? Yes. You know, and I've got to stop betting overs, despite what my numbers tell me, on quarterbacks that absolutely have no business as starters in the NFL. Big mistake. L.A. versus New Orleans. Um, I went one unit in New Orleans getting two and a half points and one unit on the over, and I lost both. Um, Both teams settled for a bunch of field goals, and Breeze missed some throws that he typically makes. So I came up short by, what, seven and a half points there. And basically, Breeze really, really hurt me there on both those bets. He usually plays better than that. Uh, Jacksonville, Arizona, you put one on the Jags laying four and a half. They lost outright. Denver against Oakland. I put two units on the under, not having any faith in Paxton Lynch, and that was rewarded. Well done, Paxton. Well done by being very bad. Uh, I get two units there. And then we've got Pittsburgh and Green Bay. You put two units on the over. You nailed it, Steve. I mean, they crushed the over. Hunley's played much, much better. So you got two units there. And then the game I was on the sideline for, the Baltimore-Houston game, I had the under 38, and the final score came in 23-16. to 16. And if Savage doesn't get strip-sacked and intercepted at the end of the game, I probably win that one because the Ravens probably don't score or maybe the Texans kick a field goal. I don't know. Um, that was a bummer to lose at a game I was live at by a unit. So that was a one-unit loss for me. Uh, you passed the game. So for the week, I was up two units. You were down six. Um, through week 12, I'm up 17 units on the season. You're up 12 units. We had one best bet that we lost on. So we've got 28 wins, uh, 14 losses, and two ties at this point on our best bets. 
Let's roll, Brian. All right, let's start off, Ross. Thursday night football, the Washington Redskins at the Dallas Cowboys, and the Cowboys are favored by one and a half points with a total of 44. Don't really understand that one. I mean, the Redskins have been consistently solid. The Cowboys have been consistently bad. I'm going to go with that trend to continue. And you know, maybe the, maybe the Cowboys snap out of it this week. I don't know, but I'm, I'm putting two units on the Redskins. I just think that they're the better team with the better quarterback playing better. And I've got good news and bad news. The good news is I fully agree. The bad news is this line jumped an hour ago. The Redskins are now a one-point favorite. You still want a minus one, Ross. Um, I'll go one unit on that. I'll go one unit on the Redskins laying a point. And I think it's going to go higher. I agree with you completely. It's kind of a cop, a, a mimic of the Charger game. It's on Thursday again. Again, um, Sean Lee, if he plays, he's not going to be 100%. And, and Dak is ineffective without Elliott. Um, you know, I want to have a best bet on Thursday. Uh, I hate that. I have to lay now and to take, you know, it's only going to go higher, I think. Let's take the Redskins minus one for, I'll take a unit, best bet. The best bet. All right, Steve, on the Sunday, first game up, Detroit at Baltimore, and the Ravens favored by three with a total of 40. Yeah, you know, the Ravens have great special teams, and their defense is pretty darn good, although they played a schedule of really, really inept offenses all year long. Because of that, I think that the somehow they went over on Monday Night Football, and I think the Lions being a dead nut over team, boy, a total in the very low 40s, I got to go over. I'm going to go over for one unit. Interesting. I, I thought of that um, because they went over against the Texans, and now the Lions have a much better offense. Um, I think you're probably right. I, I'm going to, it looks like we'll have a second best bet. I'll put. I don't like the line. I think the Ravens probably win a close game. But you might be right. Detroit will make more plays than the Texans did. Uh, the Ravens weren't great offensively, but the Lions aren't that great defensively. I'll put one unit on the over 40 as well. The best bet. Ross, next up is San Francisco at Chicago. Bears favored by three and a half. Again, the total is 40. Has there been any movement, Steve? Since uh, since Jimmy Garoppolo? There has been. Now, the opening number thought there was a chance Garoppolo was going to play already, but it's come down from 5.5 to 3.5 with that confirmation that Jimmy G is going to get the start. I'm, I'm going Niners. I, I, I was impressed by his four plays. The Bears just got embarrassed by the Eagles. I think that Jimmy Garoppolo injects some life into the Niners. I think the Niners have a good chance to win the game. I'll put two units on the Niners getting three and a half. Even if they lose, the Bears aren't beating somebody by more than a field goal. I think I'm putting two units on the Niners getting three and a half. Yeah, rare case where a one-win team is excited to be playing and peaking and a three-win team is giving up, and John Fox looks like a lame duck coach. I agree. I think after San Francisco wins this game, we could actually say, wow, the wrong team was favored, and we are catching three and a half, two units, best bet. The best bet. Three games, three best bets. Are we going for four, Steve? Next up, Minnesota at Atlanta. Falcons favored by three, 47 and a half the total. 
Well, I've got both these teams ranked very highly in my rankings. Four and a half points better than an average team, which puts them both in a tie for fourth in the NFL. And Atlanta has a nice home field. That's why they're laying three. I'm going to pass the game. Uh, yeah, I would tend to agree. Actually, man, I'm debating on this because the Vikings got some extra time off. They're playing really well. I'm going to put one unit on the Vikings. I, I just like the Vikings. I know the Falcons are playing better, but and Tevin, uh, it looks like Devontae Freeman will be back. But Vikings are pretty darn good. I don't picture them losing by more than three if they do lose. I think they got a great chance to win. They've been off since Thursday. I'll put a unit on the Vikings getting the three points. New England given eight and a half to Buffalo at Buffalo, total 49. Going to pass this game. Um, I just don't don't feel real good about it um, either way. I mean, I think that the Bills have a chance to keep it under eight and a half. But to be honest, if I had to lean one way or the other, I'd, I'd probably think the Patriots win by 10 points. I'd probably lean New England. I'm not going to do that, though. I'm going to pass the game. Amazingly, the Patriots have covered 58% of their games since Brady won his first Super Bowl. That should be impossible as public a team as the Pats are with as many points as they've been laying. I simply don't bet against the Patriots. My numbers lean a little Buffalo. I'll pass. Steve, the Denver Broncos at the Miami Dolphins. Denver minus one, total 38.5. Yeah, and, you know, Denver, I took a shot with them last week. That was a big mistake. Um, Paxton Lynch was horrendous and I'm happy that he got emotional about his start, but, um, I don't know when his next one will be in the NFL because he's not an NFL quarterback. Ross, I wanted to ask you, it sure seems like six, six and a half is as tall as you can be. Why is it when you hit six, seven, you can't quarterback. You're just too clumsy. It seems in the NFL. Um, I think, I've I've asked people about this, and it seems like, especially if you're over six five, but definitely over six six, I think you're you're just not going to be typically as fluid of a mover within the pocket, and you're not going to be as compact and quick with your delivery because you have longer levers, you have longer arms. Now, those longer arms enable you to get more on the football like Paxton Lynch or Ryan Mallett. You know, you got more of a whip because of how long your arm is, the longer lever, but it also takes longer to come out. Everything in the NFL, and I'd say even on the offensive line, every position, the the number one ingredient, Steve, is really like initial quickness. It really is. It, it's, it's how quick, like, it's how quick you mentally process things and how quick you're able to do things physically. Like you watch Drew Brees, and Russell Wilson, some of these guys, how quick they do things. And the bigger you are, a lot of times you're not able to do things as quick. It's just the nature of your genetics. Maybe they should have a whack-a-mole at the combine to see who's quickest. Something, man. Did you place your bet for this game yet? <laughs> yeah, I've gotten off track. I'm going to take Denver for one unit. I think Miami absolutely could have Cutler back, which would be a plus. For the Broncos, I know having Simeon back is absolutely better for Denver. Miami's the worst statistical team in the NFL, getting outgained by one yard per play. One unit, Denver Broncos. Boy, that's interesting. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I think Simeon does give the Broncos a better chance. Isn't it crazy that these teams are playing guys that don't give you don't give them a better chance to win the game? I mean, it's like 
it, it's pretty remarkable. Um, I'm going to pass that game. I, I, I'm just passing. I don't even have a lean there. I, I, I could make an argument either way. I'm just going to pass it. All right, Ross, next up, Houston at Tennessee. The Titans favored by seven with a total of 42.5. This feels about right to me. This is another pass for me. Um, although, you know what? I take that back. Well, the Titans defense isn't that great either. I'm going to put one unit on the under 42.5. Both of these offenses have struggled, uh, have not been very impressive. So let me put one unit on the under 42.5. No, I take that back. I'm putting two units on under 42.5. I think that's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm so upset with the Tennessee Titan game from last week. I'm going to pass this week. That's it? No analysis? None. All right. Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Jags, nine and a half point favorites, 40 and a half the total. You know, it's weird to see Jacksonville laying nine and a half, but I got to tell you, that awesome defense, and we saw them get a defensive touchdown last week. You wonder if they're just going to not carve up Brissett in this game. Uh, Jacksonville is the type of team that cannot be trusted in a pick 'em type game because Bortles then has to win it. But Jacksonville certainly can clobber the bad teams in the NFL. I'll lean Jacksonville. Yeah, I would lean Jacksonville as well. I'm not going to lay nine and a half points. Uh, and the concern with me with the total, 40.5, is primarily just defensive touchdowns, like for both teams. Um, but I'm still going to put a unit on the under 40 and a half. I just, I don't see, I don't picture the Colts scoring very much. And I don't know that Jacksonville will score all that much either. I think the Colts defense has been sneakily decent. So, one unit on the under 40.5. Ross, Tampa Bay at Green Bay. The uh, Packers, one-point favorites, and I'm not showing anything on the line for the total. Are you showing a total anywhere, Steve? I am showing latest Tampa Bay laying two, total at 44. Tampa Bay laying two? Yeah, Jameis Winston apparently going to play. Total at 44. Okay. Well, I'm, if that's the case, I'll put a unit – on uh, on the Packers. I don't know why Brett Hundley seems to play better on the road than he does at home, but he was awful against the Saints and the Ravens at home and pretty darn good on the road against the Bears and the Steelers. That I haven't quite figured out yet, but I, I, I think the Packers have a great chance to win the game. And so I'm going to put two units on the Packers getting, you said two points, Steve? You know, there's actually two and a halves at half the shops that have numbers right now. So plus two and a half available. Okay, I'll take plus two and a half. I'm with you. Two units on Green Bay. I've only got Tampa two points better. I would much prefer having Fitz at quarterback than Winston with all the distractions to talk about. Is he going to be there long term? And Hundley, all right, six games, four of them were bad. Hey, the last three, two of them were good. Clear improvement going on with him. I got a team, a soft team from Florida, heading to 40 degrees and maybe some rain in Green Bay. Absolutely. Green Bay, two units. The best bet. Next up, the Kansas City Chiefs, three-and-a-half-point favorites at the New York Jets. Total, 44. What is going on? The Chiefs continue to gather respect in the NFL betting marketplace. I don't see any reason for it. Um, I think that the rookie running back hunt has absolutely hit the wall, and 
Now that they can't run the ball, um, boy, um, all their limitations from prior years is showing in the offense. Nothing wrong with the Jets last week. They phony loss where Ross nailed it. Two uh, special teams defensive touchdowns against them. That's why they didn't cover. I'll take the Jets for two units plus the three and a half. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that absolutely amazing? And I'm going to join you. I mean, I feel like the Chiefs will figure it out at some point. But I put them in the same category as the Cowboys as you got to kind of believe what you're seeing at some point. And what I believe is that I, I, don't really, I don't really believe in the Chiefs right now. I'm putting two units on the Jets getting the three and a half points as well. I think they get a decent chance to win the game. And even if they lose, I think it's a, a close game. The best bet. Ross, next up, the Carolina Panthers at the New Orleans Saints. Saints favored by four with a high total of 48. Yeah, um, this is an interesting game to me. Uh, you know, this is tough for me to bet on right now because I don't know the status of Ken Crawley and Marshawn Lattimore, the two corners for the Saints. Uh, they really struggled without those guys against Jared Goff on Sunday. And I've learned my lesson here on the Even Money podcast about placing a bet on a Wednesday uh, with critical injured players. So I'd probably lean Carolina, um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass the game. I'm concerned about those injuries as well, but I love the Saints. I get a rare suspect Drew Brees game. Hey, it happens in grass outdoors get him back in his dome the saints have been incredibly awesome over the years as a home favorite when they've been good and they're really good this year um olsen's not right with his foot right now so cam newton's safety blanket does not return um effectively i have the Saints rated the much better team off of the loss carolina off of a phony win so the spot is great for new orleans to bounce back two units the saints Next up, Cleveland at the L.A. Chargers. Chargers favored by 13.5 points. Your total there is 41.5. And, And of course, the math said there's a little bit of value on Cleveland. You know, the Chargers are ascending in my power ratings. They are probably going to win their division and make the playoffs, but 13.5, too much, I pass. Yeah, um, I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, I would lean Cleveland, but who knows? I'd love to see what they are against the spread this year. In L.A., they could easily get smashed. It would also be very Charger-esque to just lose the game Um, to the Browns. I think that that was the only win for the Browns last year. That's also why I don't think it will happen again. I will pass this game as well. Los Angeles Rams, seven-point favorites at the Arizona Cardinals. Your total is 45.5. The Rams are the real deal, but I also think the Cardinals are playing a little bit better than people realize. Gabbert gets to start again. They're at home again. They're getting seven points. I'm going to put a unit on the Arizona Cardinals. They upset Jacksonville last week. Gabbert looked comfortable to me. Um, They'll probably lose the game, but I'll take the seven points and take my chance. One unit. My power ratings don't support it because mid. My power ratings made the game 7.5, but I will lean to Arizona. I was impressed with Gabbert, the best third-string quarterback in the NFL. New York Giants at the Oakland Raiders. The Raiders are now favored by 7. Line there is, uh, I'm sorry, the total is 42.5. 
Yeah, and that um, spread is all over the board from seven to nine and a half on the screen and heading up, and I agree with the move. What are the Giants doing? Well, the Giants are trying to get a quarterback in 2018, a clear signal to the team, right, Ross, that they are absolutely tanking two units, Oakland Raiders. I don't care. They have no, no wide receivers. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I'm going to go with the Raiders as well. I, I cannot believe the Giants have done what they've done, I, especially if you tell me how much how long Geno Smith's going to play. But at any rate, um, I think it'll be a disaster. The only thing I worry about is sometimes there's almost like some let up by a team when you're going against a, a terrible quarterback or the other team does this. So I'm only going to make it one unit. Uh, maybe I'll regret it, but I'm going to put one unit on the Raiders, I'm a little bit worried about A, the receivers, B, taking the Giants lightly um, because of going with Geno Smith. So, uh, you know what? No, I'm, I'm kind of, man, I'm, I'm all over the map here. I'll go two units. I'll go two units because I'm like angry enough at the Giants that I'll go two units. I was debating between one and two units. Two units, best bet. The best bet. Ross, Sunday night football, the Philadelphia Eagles, five-and-a-half-point favorites at the Seattle Seahawks, 47 the total. I may hate myself for doing this, Steve, but I don't care. I mean, I've watched every snap the Eagles have played. They are an awesome football team, and the Seahawks just aren't. I mean, they still have some dudes on defense, Bobby Wagner, Michael Bennett, Earl Thomas, but they've lost their other three top guys. Their O-line is a mess, and now they're going against – the Eagles D-line. I think the Eagles make another statement on Sunday Night Football. I'll lay the five and a half. I think the Eagles probably end up winning by double digits. And uh, I'll, I'll put two units on the Eagles laying five and a half. I'm going to pass the game, but I will say Vegas simply typically does not allow a premium team to have a long against the spread cover streak. And the reason being is the point spread tax just gets incredible on teams like that, not to mention part of the reason I've been slumping on even money and in my own bets, favorites the last six weeks have covered, Russ, 70% against the spread. The NFL favorites are crushing, and usually there's value with the dogs. I play more dogs than favorites, so almost impossible for me to win. Having said that, I recognize how awesome the Eagles are. They're my number one rated team. I don't want to go against that. I don't think they're 10 points better than Seattle. And I know they're not 10 points better, and Seattle has a four-point home field advantage, largest in the NFL, so I'm just going to pass and not play Seattle. All right, final game, Monday Night Football, Steve. Pittsburgh Steelers, five-and-a-half-point favorites at the Cincinnati Bengals with a total of 43-and-a-half. Another awesome team in the Steelers that is rolling along. Did have a hiccup, um, but I think the Packers actually played very well against them on Monday night. You know, I haven't seen anything. I thought saw Shazir limp off the field, and I don't even see him on the injury report. I assume he's going to play. He's very important to the defense. Um, my numbers support the Bengals. My wallet will not. I will lean to the Bengals. Totally agree. Bengals have played much better. I will lean in that direction. Pittsburgh feels like they're typically so good in prime time, and the Bengals are always so bad in prime time. So that's not a real good combo for the Bengals. I think if this game was a one o'clock game, I'd probably put some units on the Bengals, but instead I'll pass and just lean to the Bengals. So several best bets we've got for you here in week 13. 
Hopefully uh, several of them come through for you, and hopefully we can get back on track. You're right, though. I've been reading, Steve, about like the historic um, anomaly of the favorites winning. Like Sunday was like unbelievable at how many favorites won. And typically when that happens and it continues to happen, you, you get great value with the underdogs because all the public that's been winning will take their – winnings and reinvest them on the premium NFL teams. Pick your spots. There should be some really good dog value. And we did play several dogs this week. Steve, you are the man. Terrific as always. I can feel it. I can feel that this is the week where we both really get it going. It was nice though. I got to tell you, nice to actually be in the black for myself this week. Speaking of in the black, if you are in the black with your bets, betonline.ag is the place to be for you. Even if you're not, because they give you a 50% welcome bonus when you use the code even money. Plus, you know that Steve has said this a bunch of times. They actually release their odds before every other sports book, giving you the opportunity to get the best value. The most props, they got state-of-the-art live betting. They'll give you a free $25 on your first live bet, which is pretty cool. But And even poker, casino, whatever you guys are into, they have over there. But the key is that you don't miss out on the NFL action or college football this weekend, whatever. BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code EVENMONEY so you get that 50% welcome bonus up to $2,500, which is amazing. Speaking of amazing, hard to believe that we're already done. Week 13 here on the Even Money Podcast, but we are. We're coming down to the end. Got about two more months of football betting left, and then it's over. So enjoy it, everybody. If you're the type that like a video game, take advantage of the Amazon banner ad over at RossTucker.com. Forward that to me, Ross at RossTucker.com. And let me know if you want the Xbox or the PS4. I'm going to pick another Amazon user. From the banner ad over at RossTucker.com for the Amazon winner on Monday on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Other than that, you know the deal. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast. All available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.